0: That's right. Are you ready for this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Are you ready for this? Hey everybody, it's Dr. Paul Thomas with Plum Health DPC. And today I'm joined by Lawrence Jackson with Tech Town Detroit. And we're gonna have a conversation about entrepreneurship and about how healthcare and healthcare coverage interacts with that. So without further ado. Lawrence, thank you so much for setting this up.
1: No problem, Paul. And I thank you for taking the time to talk with us about a most important topic, because um, it doesn't matter how many millions you make. If you don't have your health, it, it just it, it's, a, it's a non-starter. So I thank you. And um, as I was saying earlier, I've watched some of your presentations. I really love what you're doing. So tell us a little bit more about, is it Plum Health?
0: Yeah, Plum Health, like the fruit. Uh, PLUM okay. Health. Yes. And um, yeah, we're a direct primary care service here in Detroit, which basically means that we deliver primary care service directly to our patients. And our patients pay a flat rate. Um, it's $10 a month for kids. And it starts at $49 a month for adults. And when our patients are members, they can come and see us anytime they need us, call, text, or email anytime. And then we try to save people money on things like medications and laboratory services as well.
1: Excellent. Excellent. What made you come up with that idea? I mean, is this something that that you discovered while you were in med school or, or you know, what what what, what led you to this this uh, type of format?
0: Yeah, I heard about it in, in my last year of med school and I wasn't really sure that it was for me because I set my sights on, you know, being a hospital based doctor, teaching residents and all of that. Um, and then at the end of my residency, I just realized how little time I actually had with my patients. In the beginning of the residency, I'd have 30 minutes with each patient. And then by the end of it, it felt like 10 or 12 minutes with each patient. And that just didn't sit well with me. And so I revisited that idea of direct primary care. I wrote a business plan and I sought out some mentors, uh, one in Kansas and one in Denver uh, who were doing this successfully. And I brought the, the, the best of what they were doing back here to Detroit
1: wow wow now i'd be remiss if i missed this you wrote a business plan do you know how many (laughs) (laughs) you know how many doctors and folks that i network with and they look at me like what i need to do that for what Uh, what, what did you write a business plan
0: well i've i have have a really successful friend who launched a suit company here in detroit uh max uh was 1701 bespoke yeah and um he's he's a really smart guy and I. Had the great fortune of growing up with him, and I asked him, "How do you do it?" And he said, "Well, the first thing you need to do is write a business plan." So I did, okay. and he said you could probably Thanks. do it in the evening. It took me about three hours to write it, and you know, kind of the rest is history. Wow! And, and he makes me, yeah. And he <laughs> makes it uh, me fantastic suits and shirts. Got to plug <laughs> there, you go. there
1: you go. All right. Yeah, pu- you can publicize him, man. I want to go buy there. I, I need, I need some suits and shirts. Yeah. haven't bought many since the pandemic but but cool 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 and you wrote it in three hours that's got to be record time
0: (laughs) yeah i mean it was pretty straightforward i mean it's you know it's defining the needs of the community kind of writing about a customer avatar who's my ideal customer uh writing about you know the general costs and expenses and and the cool thing i learned is that the business plan is a dynamic document so as i've grown and changed so is my business plan and i've Uh, Kept it up to date as I've progressed through my journey to make sure that my numbers make sense when we make our next move, like leasing out a bigger office, making a second location, hiring a a staff person or another doctor. It's all going to make sense in the plan. Otherwise, um, you know, it feels like a risk.
1: Right, right. I got you. I got you. So how are you doing as I, is your business working through the same way as you plan, or I know you got to make adjustments. I've not seen a perfect business plan where the execution matches, you know, the vision, but are you pretty
0: close? Yeah, we're pretty close. You know, I started this crazy journey, um, in November, 2016, I had seven people sign up for the practice and, wow. um, so right now we've got close to a thousand patients who are part of our service. We have uh, four doctors and two locations. And so we've experienced some pretty steady, stable growth over time. It hasn't been like jaw dropping growth, but you know, it's, you know, we're getting 30, 40 new people to sign up each month. And uh, we have stability in that we're serving some corporate groups in my business plan. I didn't really bank on having small businesses enrolled, but uh, as we grew, we started attracting, attracting the people who own businesses and they in turn wanted to sign up their employees. And so we have this little niche where we take care of small, small companies with fewer than 50 full-time equivalents. And that's been a nice thing that I didn't really plan on.
1: Wow. Are you able to price that competitively? I mean, do you accept insurance, you know, um, Blue Cross and all of the, the normal um, or, you know, the what do you call them? the the ones we are all familiar with, but there's probably a
0: lot yeah. of them out there. Yeah. We, you know, in the biz, we call those the BUCAs the uh, Blue Cross, United, <laughs> Cigna, and Aetna.
1: There we go. BUCA.
0: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Learned something new today. <laughs> yeah, it's used as a derogatory term <laughs> because really they charge a lot of money and people don't get good value out of their healthcare dollar. Um, hmm. So for us, we don't bill or use insurance and we we pride ourselves on giving our patients and our customers radical value for their healthcare dollar. You know, it's 49, it starts at $49 a month for an individual. Mm -hmm. And then we basically have a pricing plan for small businesses. That's uh, just about that. You know, if you Mm -hmm. have five or more employees sign up with us, we'll get everybody in at that $49 a month and uh, provide excellent healthcare for your employees to keep them healthy um, through Mm -hmm. a lot of, ups and downs that can come with you know running a business
1: yeah i mean that what you're telling me is basically about six hundred dollars a year a person could have a good really good health care
0: yeah essentially a family doctor who knows you well who cares mm-hmm. about you who you can call text or email anytime mm-hmm. and who can help you to navigate through some really murky health care resources there's mm-hmm. not a lot of Transparency out there in terms of pricing, in terms of costs, in terms of who's the best specialist for me. But you know, because we work in this environment every day, we can guide folks to those best resources.
1: Man, you're a godsend, man! Because I'm telling you, you remind me of uh, my—I had a doctor. His his name was Doctor Building, and you can count Doctor Building, man. I remember I was probably maybe ten years old, and I had a bike accident, right? The, the the spoke fell on my head. I'm bleeding all over there, you know, and it's like after five o'clock and my mother was able to get me up there. He got me patched up and, you know, she ended up going to parent teacher conference after that. So it didn't upset her day at all. I was a little upset because, you know, I was trying, I was in the passing lane on the sidewalk, right? Yeah. <laughs> I hit another car. But anyway, those are the kind of things that I remember when when I think about uh, med- medical, services. And you're right. We don't see that much anymore. I mean, where can somebody find a, a, a Paul in, 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 you know, be, you know, in their community. I mean, do you, if, if I live, you know, uh, in Southfield or what have you, can I, can I, can I find you? Are you geographically based or. Yeah.
0: How does that you you know, we're, we're here in Corktown. We're, you know, fortunately we're about 12 minutes away from Southfield. And so we do have a lot of patients that drive in from, Southfield, Ferndale, Royal Oak, over half of our patients do live in Detroit, which is great because that's who we want to be serving. You Mm -hmm. know, the traditionally underserved communities, we're Mm -hmm. actually in a health professional shortage area. So there aren't enough doctors in our neighborhood. So Mm -hmm. it feels good to have, you know, we started with one doctor here, that was myself. And now we have three doctors in this neighborhood. Wow! Um, And then, you know, speaking to your point about geography, we launched a second office up in Farmington Hills, Michigan, with Dr. Jamie Qualls, and mm-hmm. she's uh, doing an excellent job serving people in that community and the surrounding communities. And it's really awesome to see her clinic grow with new people who need the service. That's
1: Cool, that's cool. So now, what about uh, prescriptions and things of that nature? Are you are you linked in with, um, you know, what it called, Good Rx, or how does all that work? Is or is that is that like the what would you call it, the Buka? Is that no. like, is that
0: the same kind of thing? <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's what we do. We order medications from the same places, the same uh, wholesale supplier that the Mm -hmm. big box pharmacies get medications from. But we go one step further and we don't mark up the medications. So our Mm. patients get the meds at cost. So here's the crazy thing. Let's say you have insurance and you try to go buy amoxicillin for strep throat. It might Mm be $20 through insurance. Now the actual cost of that at the pharmacy is about ten bucks, and then we get oh, it for my. our patients for about um, you know ten cents a pill. So maybe it's about okay. I don't know a uh, dollar forty at our office for fourteen tablets, mm-hmm. and so okay. you're paying a dollar forty at our office for something that might cost ten dollars. We usually save people about fifty to ninety percent on their generic prescription medications. Now here's the crazy thing. There, when you go to the retail pharmacy, there's of course a retail markup, but there's also Mm -hmm. a markup. If you have a certain insurance plan, they may cover, cover your amoxicillin. It might be 20 bucks when the actual cost is $10. And that's because there's middlemen, you Mm -hmm. know, who are inflating the cost of your care, namely pharmacy benefit managers. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote a whole blog post about this, but you know, there are people who are making money off of you and providing no value and inflating the cost of your care. So what we do is we identify those people and we cut them out of the doctor-patient relationship. Mm-hmm. We deliver care directly to our patients. That's why we call it direct primary care. Wow.
1: Now, is the same thing available for folks that have like uh, long-term diseases like diabetes or heart disease, et cetera?
0: Of course, yeah. Um, the cool thing we do is we wholesale metformin. So it's about 1.2 cents a pill for your metformin. Oh, you got to be kidding Yeah, so it's about $0.36 if you take one a day, Mm -hmm. or it's about, I don't know, $0.72 if you take two a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, Wow. And then we are able to get some, not all forms of insulin for free. So we get free (laughs) insulin for our patients. Mm -hmm. Um, And an insulin pen can be $100 for one pen. So we'll literally give people like 300. We'll give three pens to a patient for three months. That's $300. savings and we don't charge them anything because we were uh, affiliated with novo nordisk and we get free samples from them okay Uh, so that's another way that we save our patients a tremendous amount of money Mm -hmm. wow so what
1: has been your um, hardest obstacle to to overcome
0: yeah uh, you know it's really about educating people in the community about what this is who we are what we do and why we do it and so you know, that's why you've seen me do a lot of pitch competitions, a lot of, uh, you know, opportunities like that, because it's just another opportunity for me to explain, for us to explain what we do and why it's important. And so there's a lot that goes into educating folks. And it's a difficult process because, you know, we live in a blue collar town. Like uh, my dad worked on the assembly line uh, to pay his way through college and grad school. And so when I told him about my idea, he was like, Paul, are you out of your mind? You know, what is this? Nobody's <laughs> gonna go for this. You're a doctor. Why are you doing this? You know, and I go to U of M and, and get on their staff and do yeah, research. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, people understand that they have Blue Cross Blue Shield and it's supposed to cover everything. And I remember people got upset when the copays went from a quarter to a fifty cents to a dollar. Well, guess yeah. what? Your copay is now fifty dollars to go yeah. to the doctor one time. And I'm saying you can pay $50 a month and see us as many times as you need to. And Mm. you can text us and you can email us. You know, so things are changing in the health insurance marketplace. Your BCBS isn't what it used to be. And people are getting uh, charged through the nose for services. You know, just simple things like, okay, let's say you cut yourself. Mm. We sew up those lacerations for free because you're a member of our practice. And that's just what we do. Let's okay. say you uh, have an infected toenail. We remove the toenail for free because you know it takes just twenty minutes to remove a ingrown toenail, but mm-hmm. you know it's you know personally, I find it enjoyable because you <laughs> relieve somebody's pain and discomfort pain. and yeah. you help them through an issue. um but you know if you were to have sutures at an urgent care, they might charge you two hundred and fifty bucks. yeah, you know, if you have your toenail removal at a podiatrist, they might charge you four hundred dollars you know if depending if you're in network or out of network. And then people don't know, you know, they see their PCP who's in network and they get referred to a podiatrist this happened to my grandfather mm-hmm. and they, they literally trimmed his toenails at the podiatry office and he got a bill for 500 bucks, you know, cause the podiatrist wow. is out of network, but his PCP is in network. And so people don't know the difference and it's hard to navigate. So what we do is we try to make all the prices transparent and help people through these mm-hmm. problems and transitions. Okay.
1: What happens when somebody might need surgery or something of that nature? How do you handle that?
0: Yeah. So, you know, if you have insurance, of course you use your insurance. We recommend that folks have some form of insurance to cover catastrophic care. The -hmm. other thing we can do is we can navigate you through healthcare resources. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, so for example, we had somebody with a separated shoulder joint. And so to get surgery for that, that might be, you know, $8,000 at Henry Ford Hospital. Well, if you only make $30,000, you're eligible for a 75% discount on that service if you mm-hmm. apply to their patient assistance program, right? Because you're only making 200% of the federal poverty line or 300% of the federal poverty level. So mm-hmm. like we know these ins and outs, and if you've been hospitalized and you have a big bill, we can help you apply for a patient's patient assistance program. Henry Ford happens to have a generous one. Mm -hmm. Other big hospital systems, which I shall not name, don't. (laughs) So, you know, if you're uninsured, we're going to navigate you to the resources where you can get help for a reasonable cost. And then, of course, there's always care credit. You can apply essentially for a credit card that you can pay down monthly to break down, let's say, your final bill is Mm -hmm. $2,000. Maybe you can pay $400 for the next, you know, five months or something.
1: This is truly very eye-opening for me. Um, I'll, I'll share a personal experience with you. I got a, um, i I'm a diabetic. I call mm-hmm. it the lazy man's diabetes though, because <laughs> if I got my up and walked, excuse me, I probably <laughs> wouldn't have that much problem. But anyway, I got, my, my doctor recommended a new pill. But he, he said that he wasn't sure that the insurance would pay for it. So I put it in anyway, right, as, as, as requested. Get a call back from the pharmacy, which will remain nameless. Sure, of course. <laughs> and uh, they said, uh, Your insurance won't pay for the pill. So I said, Just out of curiosity, how much is the pill? $2,000 for a 90 day supply. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, This thing gonna make me fly, or what is it? Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> gonna do. I think getting up and walking might be a better idea. But anyway, I'm I'm saying that and I'm sharing that to just kind of, um, to, to support your point is that there needs to be a change in how healthcare is, is presented because I can't go back to my doctor necessarily and say, you know what, um, well, I guess I could, and I might need some advice on, from you on how to do that the right way, but to say to them is that, you know, this stuff is not working. How, you know, what, what's next for me? I mean, I, I want to be healthy. I, I want to live. I got grandkids, so what am I supposed to do? You know, how, how, what advice would you have for somebody like myself that, you know, could probably be saving some money? I mean, we pay, my wife and I pay about three, maybe $400 a month for health insurance.
0: Sure. So, yeah. You know, that's, I, I want to go back to your point about the, seeing the doctor getting a prescription, going to the pharmacy and realizing the cost is astronomical. That mm-hmm. happens to people all the time. You know, mm-hmm. that 50% of prescriptions go unfilled mm-hmm. mostly due to reasons like that, either a transportation issue or a cost mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. And so that happens more than we care to admit in medicine. And here's the problem. Your doctor makes a recommendation. He Mm -hmm. or she does not know the actual cost of the medication and he doesn't, or she doesn't discuss it with you at the time of service. And so then you're stuck, you know, with the script of the pharmacy that does, you no good. And then you have to make a follow-up appointment, pay another $50 copay Mm -hmm. to, to get advice on which medication you should be taking, you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's a real tragedy of the system. Doctors in the fee for service system only get paid for face-to-face visits. They can't get paid for texting or emailing you or calling you. So they don't do it. So in our model, you're paying the, for our time, that $50 a month. Mm -hmm. Therefore you can text us anytime. We're going to help you through whatever difficulty you're facing. So what I'd say to you is maybe buy a catastrophic coverage plan, or if you have like a a silver plan, go down to a bronze plan, you'll Mm -hmm. lower your monthly premium and -hmm. then sign up with our practice um, you'll pay that, you know, depending on your age, 49, 69 or $89 a month mm-hmm. that we can help you navigate through those challenges seamlessly and that you won't have to always make a face-to-face appointment just to have a simple question answered. And I think right. that's a huge frustration and a barrier to care and why people don't seek out the doctor because it's a huge headache. You have to wait a month to get an appointment. When you mm-hmm. get there, you wait an hour to see the doctor for 10 minutes. You can only ask two questions, and then if you miss something, you got to make a follow-up appointment, and that's terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. got another one for you that you'll love. I had one doctor, again, they'll remain nameless, but it was for an eye appointment. Uh, And and one doctor recommended that this doctor look at my retina. mm -hmm. But this doctor only does special retina examinations. So, her question was, "Why am I here and i 'm thinking to myself i'm here because another doctor told me that I needed to come otherwise I, so anyway i'm just kind of supporting your point, so I yeah. want to make sure that that um i don't i don't want to take up too much more of your time i'm really enjoying this. I could probably talk to you for hours, but what advice do you have for small business I hate to use the word small for business builders that um i uh, give you a, a perfect example. I've got a business builder that for years, she probably made about maybe 40 grand a year. And because of the COVID situation pandemic, her business has somewhat exploded, but it hasn't put her in a situation where, you know, she can go buy a house in uh, Grosse Pointe or wherever, you know, I'm just naming an in a fluid area.
0: Yeah, but, or Birmingham uh, or Ann Arbor. Or right, right, right. like that. Right,
1: right. But what it did, it actually was negative effect to her because she was getting Medicare or Medicaid. Medicaid, yeah. And now she's made too much money, and they're going to kick her off. And she takes seven med- meds. She takes seven meds a day. Mm. She had a heart attack. She's a young lady. But So how do you... What advice would you have for somebody like that? And that was one of the emphasis for me to, to contact you because I'm watching your, your presentations. I'm, I'm, you know, I got to read your blog a little bit more, but what advice would you
0: have? Sign up. You know, that, that person is a perfect person for what we do here. You know, and it's really unfortunate, but you know, the cutoff for Medicaid in Michigan is $17,000. Oh. So if you make less than $17,000, you're covered by Medicaid. You know, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. However, once you make 18, dollars dollars $20,000, you may qualify for a subsidy or you may get kicked off Medicaid because you earn too much money. So basically, if you make a minimum wage, tending bar, uh, cutting hair, driving a truck, starting your own business, but um, you don't make enough to afford private insurance, you fall into that gap, right? Mm-hmm. And so we take care of a lot of folks who are exactly in that position. We know what, what it feels like. We help people with this every single day, and we're happy to help folks who are in that situation because uh, that's what we do. We, we navigate people to healthcare resources when otherwise they they you know earn too much to qualify for Medicaid, but they don't have enough money to afford, let's say, 300 or 400 or $500 a month for private insurance, mm-hmm. plus the co-pays, plus the cost of the pharmacies and all that kind of stuff. So we'd be happy yep. to help.
1: Yeah, man, when I looked up what the cost of insurance for her would be, it was almost like $1,200 a month. that That's, anyway.
0: Okay. Yep, you can't be denied uh, coverage because you have a pre-existing condition, but they can charge you a lot more money. Right, right.
1: They didn't fix that part.
0: <laughs> no, they did not.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Well, did, did you, uh, last couple questions, last couple questions. I noticed that you were a graduate of uh, Tech Town's Retail Bootcamp. How, yes. how has that worked out for you? Has that helped you a lot? And, and once you be honest, be uh, totally honest. Yeah, because we can always edit. No, I'm just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sincerely, one of the best experiences I've ever had in growing my business. Uh, Tech Town's amazing, amazing supporting cast, so to speak. There's great people there who are really knowledgeable about business. One of the cool things is that it's an eight week bootcamp punctuated by a pitch competition. So there's an opportunity to earn some money to kickstart your business. Um, and then within those eight weeks, they cover just about everything you need to know to, to get off the ground, like, uh, accounting, how to you know design a customer avatar, how to, uh, work with a lawyer, how to, uh, raise capital for your business, et cetera. Uh, you know, search engine optimization, branding and marketing, wow. all that good stuff. Right. Yeah, and the cool thing is, paired with the the knowledge, they'll they'll give you a lecture for sixty or ninety minutes, give you a little break, and then they'll bring in a guest speaker, a, a business person in the community who has some real experience with the topic, and they'll do a Q and A or just mm-hmm. talk about their experiences. And that kind of information was invaluable. It was just an amazing experience. And I remember going to places like um, House of Pure Wine or House of Pure Vin, Pure Vin, yeah, 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 Pure Vin on Woodward Avenue and yes. just seeing Regina's business um, and touring other businesses like that and being inspired. Like, Hey, I can build something like this because I want this through the same kind of program. So um, I loved it. You know, we won that pitch competition. That $7,500 went a long way when you okay. first started yeah. out. and uh, I can't say enough great things about it. You know, that we did motor city match. We also went through the build Institute, those three experiences together helped us be really successful. Fantastic.
1: Paul, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I, I know I probably left a few things out. We didn't get a chance to talk about the pandemic and all of those kind of things, but are there some words that you want to leave with, with uh, the business audience as well as definitely you've got to give us how to get in touch with you, uh, how, to, how to folks can, what they need to do to sign up for your process?
0: Sure. Yeah. You know, going through medical school, I've been a bit of a perfectionist. And one thing I learned in starting my business is that done is better than perfect in most cases and running a business. (laughs) So that's a little bit of a mantra that I have in my brain um, that's helped me through some tough situations. Um, And then, you know, take care of yourself. You know, you're you often are the business and the person running the business. So you have to take some time to take care of yourself. We're happy to help you there as well. Um, and then you can find us on our website, PlumHealthDPC.com, or you can drop me an email, Paul at PlumHealthDPC.com, or call our office, 313-444-5630. Yeah, really happy have that. Say that one more I'm time, out. real slow. Yeah, four 313-444-5630. Four. Four, 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 yeah, All that's the right. best and way to get of us.
1: And that's Plum, the, the email again is?
0: Paul at PlumHealthDPC.com. I'll, exactly. I'll put a little, um, I'll put like a little text bubble in the bottom when i
1: say that coolness coolness i appreciate you man thank you so much thank you
0: Th- thank you lawrence um all right. i appreciate your time today and uh i wish everybody the best coming out of this pandemic and i can't wait to get our you know local economy roaring again um, yes because firing on all cylinders so to speak
1: yes and you are Jim.
0: we appreciate you really uh, do. thanks thanks lawrence yep. i'm gonna right. we'll call it good here and i'll see you next time all right take care
1: Come on, come on, get your head right. Come on, come on, get your head right.